Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that's Sean Sides. How's everybody doing today? How you doing, Thomas? I'm doing good, buddy. Just uh, sitting here in Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada, starting the new chapter. It's been a, about a week now of living here, and it's awesome. Yeah, that's exciting, man. Like, what's happened so far? You set up, you ready to go? Yeah, so I got drove in on last Sunday to stay with my aunt and uncle who have been fucking rock stars this whole time, just super wonderful and helpful. Awesome. Um, and then uh, I got myself like organized. I got like uh, my security pass figured out on the Monday, got the airport driver's license figured out on the Tuesday. And then I started work on the Wednesday. And then today is the first day off. So I did like I do a four four shift. So they, so today's day one of my days off. And now like I, I went for, uh, for breakfast with my cousin this morning. We shopped around. We went to a local butcher shop. We're going nice. to do some steaks at my aunt and uncle's tonight. We picked up a pie. Uh, like things are going to be good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like to get to know a couple of the little places around there. You've said you've been there before. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of times, a bunch of times. Um but like now it's like now I'm trying to like discover like my new home. So, That's um, cool. and also I got myself a, an apartment that I'm going to take over on December 1st. So, Sweet. so back to having my own spot and not have to like record the podcast and like make sure I'm not interrupting my aunt and uncle's day. Yeah, that's cool. Know. Like, what kind of apartment? One bedroom, two bedroom? Oh, no, just a nice little one bedroom. It's near Sweet. where I work. It's in the, the town of Oromocto. This is the next town over, and it's just really fun to say. Um, yeah. the, apart- the apartment's going to have, like, a great view of this creek. Like, it's not, like, the craziest place. Like, I went for, I went for like, easy on my wallet over, like, you know, having a pristine. Well, yeah, you don't need to live like a baller yet. Give it yeah. a couple months, right? Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be perfect. I'm going to get a desk in there to do the podcast. I'm going to, like, my aunt's already found me some furniture and stuff through Sweet. another friend of hers that we're going to go get. Um, you know, one by one, we're just going to figure stuff out. Will this be the first time that you've had your own place, like, without a girlfriend, just Thomas's place? Welcome? No, no. Uh, I had my own place when I lived uh, on White Ave when I was in Edmonton oh, okay. for, like, two, three years, I think. I don't know why in my head I thought you lived with roommates there. No, like I started off with living with Michelle and David and then like then I got my own place and then just lived alone. And that was Sweet. yeah, so it's gonna be like a very you know similar thing, just like doing my own thing and then like I'm five minutes from work so, and like I got a decent like lunch break, so I'll go home for like lunches and stuff. Nice. So, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, that's cool, man. I'm excited for you. It's fun to start like putting roots in. I I love that, you know, when you get a place and you're like it's empty. And then by the time you leave it, eventually, you know, the memories made there, the Mm -hmm. things that you did, the good choices, the bad choices, the like furniture, you're like, I'm keeping that fucking shit forever. Or the collectibles, like all the different opportunities to make it yours while you're there, you know, it's pretty cool. Plus, it's just going to be, it's an exciting time for um, just to like get situated. I mean, like winter's around the corner, but it's still fall here and. I don't know. I've, I've been really happy. It's been beautiful working outside in the ramp. Everyone's super friendly so far. Nice. Man, it's been 
I've had a lot of really good days living here and it's just like, it's just, it's a very strong start. That's cool. Like to, you know, you're sometimes in life, we second guess the major decisions that we make or like the directions we go. But when you get the reassurances as you're starting out on the journey, you're like, man, this is going to be sweet. Like just life, you know? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, you know, the, like I, I was, I got like that moment of clarity. It was just a beautiful day on the ramp. Everyone I was working with was super chill, and I just like went to one of the guys I was working with and went, "Fuck, I really, I think I really killed it with this decision of moving yeah. out east and like getting out of Vancouver." Like Vancouver was, there, there's things about it that I'm super grateful for because like I have the job that I have because I went to Vancouver, and yeah. like Vancouver does have its moments of being like a nice like city to live in on a beautiful day. It's gorgeous. It's unfortunate that there are more bad looking days and there are good looking days and then and that takes a toll on a person yeah for sure it does yeah and here like you know the lifestyle is super laid back and easy going um you know you can get the moose head pale ale that i really like here <laughs> and like uh you know it's just it's a whole spectrum of things of, of just good things to come yeah for sure it's it's neat i like fredericton is one of the older cities like not the oldest city but it has a history there too you know what i mean which is kind of yeah. cool like you get out to alberta vancouver a lot of our oldest buildings are like 150 years old max yeah. and back there like obviously you living in montreal you experience that too but the infrastructure is interesting to me mm -hmm. that kind of thing is cool to check out yeah like i was driving around today with my cousin and we we're just looking at the old the old architecture around town and all the old homes and Neat. It, it's, it's beautiful and you're right by the you know the ocean and so many things are close so if i want to go to check out halifax for a weekend it's doable yeah, yeah that's cool newfoundland for a weekend it's doable like all these things are so doable in my future and i so stoked for it for sure that's awesome to be like centralized almost like a tiny bit of a european feel where you're like i am fucking three hours away from anything i want which is yeah. pretty cool yeah it's uh it's really awesome like montreal is like a nine hour drive but i'll probably be flying in and out of montreal to montreal nowadays yeah it makes um, sense but yeah it Do you is... have a lot of things you think that'll pull you back to montreal like to, to visit yeah i have like friends and family that are still there yeah but like, how often would it be like is it like do you have a requirement to be back there often like you were saying your mom might be heading out west here yeah so um, would you like want to be there all the time like what what are we talking about like just hanging out with buddies like if there's a big game or a big event you kind of fly yeah back there, it's kind of what it's going to be if there's like a big event going on and i can swing it without like it hurting my schedule or anything like yeah. that or you know if it's not an inconvenience then yeah there would be nothing for me to fly over there Cool. And then to fly back. But I mean, I don't, I also don't want to keep going back to Montreal. I keep doing that. Like, yeah, there's, there's going to be times where I want to go adventure elsewhere, go see everything else that there's yet to be seen. Like, for sure. There's a, yeah, I've been to Fredericton before, but I've never like truly explored it. I've never like, now I get to experience New Brunswick and there's like New Brunswick is a beautiful province, man. It's very green, very forest central. Cool. And it gets dark really early here. The only thing that makes me nervous about the fact that it gets dark early is like, there's like moose that'll just come out on the road. And like years ago, we were, my mom and I were driving out in this like Toyota Yaris we rented. Yeah. And uh, 
we were driving like really late at night and like i turn off the high beams because cars were coming on the opposite side of the highway and i turn it back on there's a fucking moose in the middle of the road i swerved that my mom's sleeping was like going, what the fuck is happening <laughs> like and like a moose will kill you upon impact like it is, yeah they're big yeah so uh but you know i'm gearing up for winter to come in here i'm just excited for like this new little adventure i'm on for sure i don't think like if i recall hearing people talk about it, the winters aren't like that harsh there just you have the potential for like a fuck ton of snow yeah like it's in exactly. one dumping yeah it's exactly that like a huge like thing so like my uncle was telling me one time he went to go pick up uh my cousin and his son and like he just couldn't get out of his driveway because there was so much snow yeah and, that's intense like so it'll be very interesting to see and like how how often things are going to be plowed like uh, it, it'll it'll be interesting for sure yeah it's a new experience and it's like you're a well-traveled man and you've gotten to experience a lot of canada like vancouver edmonton montreal now fredericton like it's pretty awesome that you get to experience that alone. You know what I mean? Like you've yeah. experienced more living out of Canada than the average Canadian has. Cause a lot of people have their, their small town or their home and, you know, they'll go to the big city for school and then whatever from there. But it's awesome that you're getting to like experience that, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited for this. And then it's only going to lead to like more East coast exploration and all that. For stuff. sure. I was talking to my cousin already today about like we should go to Newfoundland and party on George Street, and he's just like, "Yep, a hundred percent." That's awesome. Yeah. Good experiences to come, that's for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. I, the whole thing is just super exciting. Yeah, no kidding. A new adventures are the best. You yeah, know, when you get to explore and be the Indiana Jones in a you know concrete jungle environment. Yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh... No, it's I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And then my aunt and uncle have like these like ATVs and like doom buggy kind of things. And they have like a camp in the woods. So like and they have like a skidoo and all that stuff. So I think I'm going to have like a lot of cool like experiences and stories to come and bring to you on the podcast here. That's cool. I like the opportunity when you have like whether it be family in town or you stay with family or people that you might not have gotten to know as well as if you had the opportunity to live with them for a little bit mm -hmm. it's kind of cool like I never take that time for granted almost every time I've found myself in that situation I'm like when in my life am I going to get to like experience this again so I try to make the most out of it when I yeah. am you know in exactly. with family like that right yeah exactly and yeah we're gonna have like a nice little dinner like last night uh my cousin came over and we just had like a nice dinner and then we had beers and we just shot the shit and then um as my aunt was drinking more i started like facetiming all of her siblings for her and all that stuff and just putting nice. her on the spot it was fun yeah that's cool good memories made for sure yeah that yeah, was a good time um i do have big news for our podcast listeners so as of i guess would be today as of like the release of this podcast if you go to the link in our bio on our instagram Hats will be available to be ordered. Um, and also we were going to have mugs. Now, keep in mind, like we're not like a big company and stuff, so it may take some time to get to you. But please, uh, if you want to, if you like the hats that Sean and I are rocking, um, we will have blue snapback, uh, snapback, two sides of the story hats available for uh, for sale as long, uh, along with our T-shirts. And we're going to have two sides of the story mugs available for sale as well. Um, just hit up the link on our bio on Instagram. 
and then you know you'll be able to place an order and then uh, as soon as they're ready to go we're using like a small company here to do our merch and stuff but like we will get them to you as soon as you can and we'll be happy to do so indefinite definitely definitely it's cool to have merch thomas we have merch we have mugs we have hats we have t-shirts yeah that's fucking sick yeah so if you want to help support the podcast in any way um all of the proceeds are going to go into probably making more merch for you guys as well so if you want to support and rock that two sides of the story logo proudly and fondly uh please just check out the link in the bio on our instagram at two sides of the story pod um the links on our bio check it out we're gonna i'll post pictures of what uh, the hats and mugs will look like uh this week so you can uh, have a look at that um yeah check it out if you want to support us and then once you get your stuff tag us show it off like let let the world know that you got some cool two sides of story swag and yeah it'll be great yeah definitely it'd be fun to see that for sure photo shoots are always a good time too yeah so we got i got some like design up mock-ups of what they'll look like um and then yeah a a brand of parts really helping us out but again small small company so like it's not going to be like an overnight night thing but Please, if you want to help support the podcast, buy a mug or two, buy a hat or seven, you know, <laughs> they're, they're going to be there, going to be on sale. Please check us out. If you're the owner of a large company and you're looking for something to get for all of your employees this year, you know, like 100,000 hats, give us a call. Give us yeah. a call. Shoot us a link. We'll, we'll figure we'll, it out. We'll give Email a us. discounted rate for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> That'd be sweet. But Walmart, yeah. if you're listening. <laughs> yeah so what else has been going on how has your week been like what's going on it's been pretty good like i, I kind of told you pre-podcast i've been working like a dog lately we're fucking slammed and you know i'm counting down the days i have 29 more working days until i get a week off at christmas so i'm just yeah. like fucking getting through one day at a time working every friday mm-hmm. it's, it's insane i like a four-day work schedule because then you have some time to relax live life a little bit when you're working five days a week it's like you get to the weekend and you're like okay we have to do a few things friday night because we already have saturday and sunday booked yeah like, what the fuck not to mention christmas season is coming and like i kind of alluded to you, we decorated the front of our house already so yeah. day one is complete of the four-day process that it usually takes us to set up christmas okay but like there's not even snow on the ground isn't isn't that a little bit like preemptive november 12th baby respect the troops on november 11th november 12th it's fucking christmas if you don't (laughs) believe me turn on your local radio station to hear fucking christmas music blasting already i love that shit i'm all about christmas this is my season i need extra joy this year fucking covid has sucked like the joy that you bring the people to when they see your fucking christmas shit is just fun i like it so break down to me. What's day one of the Christmas decoration stuff? So usually day one is the outside. We have to decorate the house. You know, we every year we try to buy at least three, four more sets of lights from Costco because, you know, you'll have one that dies out potentially and then you kind of do it. So I have a, a I'll make a little better clip of the house so far, but I have a fucking clip that we took driving by it last night of what we did yesterday. I'll send it to you right now so you can kind of see what i'm talking about okay but uh yeah so day one is usually set up the outside lights on the front of the house the the yard basically our little setup we do the blow-ups and then day two would be setting up the backyard because that's a lot of work too we usually just do like blue and white lights so it's kind of like 
mystical back there i'd like to call it okay and then day three would be setting up like the stuff upstairs christmas tree um all the different decorations and ornaments around the house all different kinds of stuff like that lights in the windows on the inside of the house mm-hmm. and then day four is setting up all the christmas houses on the christmas ladder and finishing up the other couple trees that we have in our basement we usually have three to four christmas trees set up in our house so then really yeah oh yeah but baby we love christmas we have like a white christmas tree so we have the big one we do upstairs and then we have a little one we do down here which is like a lot of my decoration type things you know like there'll be some ninja turtles on there a few star trek figures and then Mm -hmm. we'll do a white tree that is like kind of a crystal design she's done it pink before this year she's doing an oilers white christmas tree so she's making all of the ornaments right now she's in the process of crafting all that stuff out that's awesome man i got four trees for one house is a bit overkill uh, in my opinion but you know what they just keep coming our way and like you can designing christmas isn't just like a one-dimensional thing for us we like to look outside the box and do it in every which way like almost every year i have my skill saw and i'm cutting up pieces of wood for like a new thing that we're building or setting up like we love christmas i don't mean to underestimate this and it pays off like the amount of people yesterday that walked by the front of our house and were videotaping it alone and like people driving by in cars being on a busy road it's just fucking awesome to spread that to people especially in a a year like this you know where it's been another tough year for a lot of people yeah no definitely um you know i I, like i respect that don't get me wrong like i love my christmas too but like uh, my christmas spirit kicks in when there's actual snow on the ground like it it takes like a few things to click yeah for me it's not like the november november 12th i turn on a radio station start hearing (laughs) christmas carols i can't no no i need like snow on the ground i need ease into it yeah and then like december 1st i'll probably start watching christmas movies probably kick it off with like tim allen's the santa claus or uh elf or something like that nice i like we've already watched a couple of the hallmark movies that have been on the tv somehow okay and those are fucking fun too you know the the old cliche ones like the girl comes back to her gets, hometown and then yeah or stuck in like a small town and then the guy comes change her tire and they bang and then it's all fucking yeah, yeah, merry yeah. you know yeah. yeah well the thing i used to love doing at christmas time i used to have a buddy where we would just like go like get a joint run to tim uh one run to starbucks real quick and get like their like christmas hot chocolates and tim Horner started doing like christmasy hot chocolates yeah so we got like a really big one of those and then go back to like a neighborhood, park the car, smoke a joint while having a Christmas uh, Christmas hot chocolate and just walk around the town to uh, peruse and critique Christmas decorations. Interesting. Yeah, it was, it's fun. Like, you know, you, like when you're a little bit stoned, you get to enjoy like the extra lights and all that other fun <laughs> stuff. Like it's That's it funny. gives a little extra pizzazz and razzle dazzle. Right. And then. And then it turns into like 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 walking around a museum. See, like I like what this house did with their lights. You see how it's you know there's the contrast, and then it, yeah, you get all there's that. There's definitely get, style to it all, right? Yeah, and then you get the people that are just minimalist. They're like we put up lights. Yeah, I respect them too because like do something, you know, and like I I don't 
celebrate Christmas for Christianity. I never have. Mm-hmm. I celebrate it just because let's put some fucking cool ass lights up. And, you know, I've never pushed that on anyone, but I would encourage it on them. That's let's rank our electricity bill way too much this month. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. Ours <laughs> only like triples. It's not that bad. Yeah. Well, you know, I appreciate the fact that you're getting like really into Christmas. Like, I do think it's early. Like, I get into Christmas the moment snow is on the ground. Like, I need, yeah. I need that. I need that moment. That's fair. Uh, for us, like being experienced people, like doing the outside, it fucking sucks doing it when it's minus thirty and snowy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the biggest thing for like at least putting up the lights is like you don't have to turn them on but it's so much fucking nicer to do when you're not freezing your balls off yeah i can say that from experience like it's a pain in the ass and it's hard not to get fighty when it's cold out (laughs) yeah yeah no i i can get that did you watch the little clip i sent you uh i haven't watched yet i I was uh, i was just waiting because you you were talking i thought it would be rude to just watch no worries it takes seconds it's just a quick drive-by but it'll give you an example of yeah we're not we're not fully done the front yet but and I'll, and I'll be sure to post it on the Instagram too. So everyone, if you're cool with it. I, oh yeah, for sure. I'll give you a better one. I can do like a fucking slow one. Yeah. But yeah. We oh had a, God, that is so Christmassy. <laughs> uh, the construction on your street does not help your case though. Yeah, but it is what it is. What do you do? <laughs> we still fucking do it and get the love. It is what it is. Yeah. They're fucking building a goddamn LRT. So what do you do? But you asked them nicely to park their uh, excavator elsewhere because it's in plain sight of your house. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny with shit like that. Yeah. But no, that's uh, that's the start. So we have a couple more weekends ahead of us doing that. I'm excited. Like, I love doing Christmas events in the city, too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, we've had the opportunity. Like, we'll go see um, the best friend's mom. She does, like, a choir performance with her choir in a fancy mm-hmm. place a couple of years ago they had the guy who sings the national anthem for the oilers there mm-hmm. like just cool little performances uh we usually try to make it to the citadel to watch um the fuck is it? a christmas story mm-hmm. which is That's amazing a- to see yeah also doesn't the garneau do a whole bunch of like christmas stuff uh, i don't know never been you've never been to the garneau theater no nah, it's not my cup of tea it's hipsters hipsters like it People I, with don't, like I don't think so. I, I, I like stuff. it. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, I, and like all the light shows and shit around the city, they're always impressive. Like it's just fun to get out and do that. Candy Cane Lane is a must every year. You got to go like walk through that or drive through that if it's too fucking cold. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. When I lived in Edmonton, I never had the pleasure of going through the can- Candy Cane Lane, but I, you know, I, I, I will find myself out in uh, in Edmonton for Christmas. Nice. That's my yeah. goal is to like live on Candy Cane Lane. I think. Yeah. It would just be the bitch and ass place. Like I like it because when we started putting up decorations like heavy five years ago, there wasn't any other house on our street that did it. And then slowly others saw our house and were like, shit, we got to do it too. And now there's like, yeah, you kind of create like a competition. In the <laughs> yeah. And there is two other people on our street where are like, we do semi compete with like, there it's impressive to see and then more and more like you know a light strand here light strand there here a light strand there light strand everywhere a light strand you know yeah i yeah i'm gonna i have to ask michelle what she's doing because she's like the first christmas in their new house and i know that i think their plan this year is to go to montreal um uh but like i i would like it'd be interesting to see if they actually did like decorations and stuff up for their place 
And that's what I mean, like, when I say, like, I'll probably end up having a Christmas in Edmonton. Eventually, we're all going to have to reconvene in Edmonton for Christmas because that's where my mom and sister is. But eventually, yeah. like, who knows what, what the future holds. Oh, of course. Yeah. You could meet a lady tomorrow, knock her up, and be stuck in Fredericton forever with five kids because they're quintuplets. Wow. Thank you for that nightmare, buddy. Hey, it could be a fucking miracle. You have a five-man <laughs> hockey team. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, speaking of hockey teams, they have like a junior team here, like Junior Fredericton, Fredericton Junior Red Wings. Okay, that's I'm cool. going to check them out. Apparently, it's some good hockey. And then my uncle was telling me the guy that runs the team is someone that like knew my dad through oh, like cool. just hockey stuff because yeah there were times like we had to go back and forth to New Brunswick for hockey tournaments for Michelle and stuff so right the this guy is someone who knew my dad so it would be interesting to go a couple games and then talk to this guy who knew my dad on a different like level so for sure I'm sure he'll spot you out of a crowd immediately uh, maybe I don't know because they could have just like I think they met once and then communicated through email a whole bunch I'll, I'll figure it out once I get there yeah. but my uncle knows him and so that'll be a, a fun thing to like, that's the thing I'm excited to do. It just, I'm saying yes to like whatever I can right now. hundred percent. That's what okay. I learned. Like, you know, in my mid twenties, I would say is when I first kind of adopted this theory to life. Obviously it changes as you navigate life when you start to get the things you want, but the answer, if you're like unhappy or you're not, or you're by yourself and you don't have any like uh, big things going on in your life, say yes to everything. Yeah. Say yes to fucking everything. Hey, you want to check out? Yes. You want to go? Yes. You want to go? Yes. If you just say yes, you're bound to have experience and then it'll take you down the roads in life that you want to be on. Right. It's, that is it, man. That is it. Like, I, I'm so excited for all the stuff that's going to be around the corner. Like, it, it's not going to be like every day is going to be an adventure. It's going to be like, you know, you, you're going to have like, I'm going to have downtime. I'm going to one stride at a time. Yeah, exactly. How are you with like, if you're, you know, say a guy at work is like, Hey, I mean, like a bunch of buddies are having this big party. Like you want to, you don't know the guy that well, like, do you get pre-party anxiety at all? Or do you just, you're like, let's fucking rock. And you go. Yeah. I'll be like, I'll be there with fucking bells on. Let's do it. I had those moments sometimes for sure. Where I was like, almost like anxious about it. And then I, you know, I had that voice in my head and I was like, fuck that. Go have fun. Don't be a bitch. Get off your ass and go. Like, it's almost like a, anxiety depression thing that can hold people back sometimes from doing those things you know what i mean and that's like the best cure that i would say to those people who are listening is force yourself to say yes yeah you know what i mean it's it can be a tough one for some people yeah i don't have that like i can throw myself in the deep end of any kind of like new public encounter or whatever yeah um where where i was like feeling a little bit nervous was like just showing up for the first day of work because like when i went there like they didn't know i was coming like I like the the guy that the lead of my crew was just like, all right, so who are you? I'm like, I'm Thomas. My first day I transferred in from Vancouver. And he goes like, fuck, really? Yeah, I got a, a call from one of the managers apologizing, going like, I'm sorry. I didn't tell anyone. Jesus. Like, like all this stuff was like left for me to like organize. Like I had to get like my security <laughs> pass. And then and like it, like the culture shock of like going from Vancouver to Fredericton is night and day different. Like it I is bet. like it like well like i expected a much smaller airport but then they're like like the pass office for like to get your security stuff is like a legit like busy place at the vancouver airport you can only go in by appointment and like you it's like a very strict kind of thing if you don't sign in then they will not fucking deal with you and all this stuff whereas um 
the lady that does it at Fredericton office just has this little office above the fire station by the airport. And <laughs> you just like walk up. Like I went to one of the security guys and like all the information I had was a name. I go, I go, I'm looking for Faye. And they're like, yeah, no problem. What you can do is you're just going to go over here, ring the doorbell and they'll let you in. You're going to walk up the stairs and you'll find Faye. And I went, all right. Like, it was just so weird. Like, it's not like, I just dropped a first name and everyone knew who I was talking about. Yeah, that's that'll be something to get used to for sure. Like, you got to think like Vancouver is one of the largest cities in Canada, right? Yeah. And now you're in Fredericton, which I'm not I'm looking right now. Oh, holy shit. Fredericton, New Brunswick population of, as of 2016 was 58,000 people. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I didn't think it was that small. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, you're living like in small town life, bro. Oh, um, I like I, I and Fredericton's a capital city of yeah. Brunswick, but like it's a town, man. It, like I was driving, like I we drove through it today, and it was like five minutes. And my cousin's like, "Yeah, we just drove from one end of the city to another. No traffic." I'm like, "Traffic's a streetlight here, man. Like there's no traffic." <laughs> That's funny. That's like the size of Leduc, basically. Yeah. Like, I think Leduc's much bigger than that now, but like the way I remember Leduc, I think it was around that size. That's really neat, though. Yeah. It was step uh, wisely, step wisely because everyone's going to know you soon. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's just everyone knows each other, too. It's like everyone, like my uncle is, uh, he's, he's a retired Paralympian athlete and like he flew a whole bunch to go to like the Olympics in Sydney and all the, cool. all the other Olympics before and after he did. And he played basketball. He did all these, like, he's like, you know, like an athlete. Yeah. So all the guys at the airport already knew my uncle from having to help him on and off the airplanes. And That's all cool. That. So, and like, so everyone knows him already. They're like, it's oh, helped. you're such and such as a nephew. That's cool. Yeah. We know like, and yeah. have a little story about it, right? Yeah. That's cool, though. It's a cool way to relate to everyone, right? Yeah. So, like, my uncle's like a local celebrity around here. And then. Yeah, it just depending on where you go, you can just drop his name and then everyone just kind of knows who he is. And then it's awesome. It's a really yeah, cool that thing. doesn't hurt at all. That's yeah. cool. Um, yeah. so what's the like food like so far? Have you eaten in any good restaurants? Do they have like all the shit that we have? You know well, what I yeah. mean? Like, is it lot like busy as fuck? Is there a huge Walmart there? Like, yeah, what have you seen so far? I haven't really gone like off the beaten path just yet. Like I went to this one bar called the snooty fox on the monday went for beer and uh, a few beers and dinner uh nice. there's a local pub where my aunt and uncle are i went to that on thursday with my cousin for beer and wings and then yeah and i went to a diner today with my cousin again for breakfast like like it was just like uh, it has your standard stuff like and they're all like classy looking places or That's like cool. a little bit run down with some dives and stuff there's a did you get eggs benny oh uh, no i went for a skillet today okay cool i had to ask was it good yeah it was delicious nice that's sweet breakfast food man <laughs> it's really hard to screw up it is yeah and then right beside like in the diner was a little bakery so i picked up like a lemon meringue pie to have for dessert fancy yeah yeah it's just yeah it was all in all, really good day. And so I haven't gone like way too exploring yet. And I haven't really explored the town I'm going to be moving into in December. So there's going to be some stuff. So, but I've heard like people keep dropping names of places to check out. So like, I think there's a place called the Griffin, which is a, a bar there uh, nice. in the Oromocto that I'm going to check out. And 
I just do my best to become like a regular somewhere. And then, you know, you know, eventually I'll figure it all out. Diversify from there. Makes sense. Yeah. There's a pool hall bar down the road from my apartment. Like it's walking distance. It's called Dooley's. So I don't know. I'm sure you'll figure it all out. That's for sure. Oh, I always do, buddy. I always do. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, it'd be fun, like you said, to check out the little hockey teams and stuff like that. It'll help yeah. to like put you into the population to fucking know everyone, right? Well, exactly. And then there's also UNB that's here, the University of New Brunswick, and they both have and they have hockey teams too. So I'm gonna just get I'll just throw myself in the deep end of good entertainment for yeah. sure. And like it'll be cheap entertainment too. Like it's not like going to a Toronto game where it's like it's not like going to a Toronto game where it's like uh Two hundred and seven dollars for a ticket. It's going to be uh, going to a university game where it's like fifteen bucks. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's that's all like great stuff to look forward to. Yeah, for sure. Those kind of things are fun when you when you live in a small town and that's what they have for entertainment. People often like that's their big hockey team. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it, they do fill up or get close to it, right? So yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be a good, it's, I'm looking forward to it for sure. It's funny. I don't know much about like Fredericton. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a city that I've met a lot of people from or have heard, like, you know, St. John's, Newfoundland. I've met lots of people from there and heard lots about it, but mm-hmm. Fredericton's kind of a mystery to me. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, it's just this quaint little town. That's just honest. The people are super friendly. Everyone's really nice. And Sweet. I'm looking forward. Like, I'm just going to throw myself into the mix as soon as I can. I'm, I'm going to be looking for a softball beer league for next summer. I'm going to be nice. just trying to get myself involved in whatever I can. I'm sure I'll learn a lot about Fredericton through you now that you're like home base is there and you'll be excited about shit as it happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we might just become the top podcast to how uh, that co-resides in Fredericton. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. You've been watching any good hockey lately? NHL uh, hockey, I'm talking. Sorry? Yeah, NHL, NHL hockey. hockey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I've been want, I get a game in every night, but the thing that's been an adjustment for me, so we're living in Vancouver at the time difference, hockey games start at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so you can get, like, all of them in, whereas yeah. game one will be 8 p.m., and then by the time you're watching, done watching that, it's 11, and you're kind of ready for bed. Like, I watched uh, – <laughs> Habs versus Calgary. I've watched uh, the Toronto versus Philadelphia. Like there were some good games on. I watched uh, the Edmonton had the tough loss against. Was it Philly? Uh, yes, like five three a week and a half ago, something like that. Three two, wasn't it? Three two would have been Buffalo. Oh yeah, so I watched that game. Yeah, there's and, some good hockey lately. Yeah, there's some really good hockey, and like, you, like it's reflecting on the pools too. Like you're still holding strong at the first place there. I'm sure you know. Um, it's a tight. It's tight. Hmm. I think uh, who's your one buddy that's always fucking back and forth? Hogan was up there, and now he just shit the bed completely. I don't know what the fuck happened there. Yeah, I was like cheering on the other Sean and our fucking live podcast, and now I'm like, bro, you're fucking letting Team SH down. What the fuck? <laughs> just joking. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Um, and I like I had a brief stint at uh, third place for a little while. Now I'm dropped down to fifth. But like Uncle John last night fucking killed it with like 25 points. Uh, Sammy, Sammy's in second right behind you. Um, he's our commissioner. What's his name? 
in the pool. I only know them by it's the shooter, shooter McGavin. McGavin. Okay, that's Sammy. Okay, yeah. I had no idea who the fuck it was. So yeah, he. All these people are just killing it. All, and I just need like, oh, if I could just get like a twenty point game, I, I'd be right, right. Uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like twenty points out from you. Yeah, that's pretty like, close. I, I, I'm, a, I'm like, I'm on your heel, Sean. I know it you're looks like there. I'm on fifth place, but if you look at those points, man, I am on your fucking heels. Yeah, you're only 27 points behind right now. Yeah. We'll it's, average it up and say 30, but yeah. But it's a doable thing. Everyone's close. Like even cousin Paul. He's he's not in 12th anymore. He's jumped up to 10th. Yeah. He's doing better. He is doing a lot better, man. I was talking, he called me the other day and I was really happy to hear from him. He's asking me how the move's gone and all that. And like he's talking like, like so how do you feel about the hockey book? He's like you know, it'd be nice to do a little bit better, but you know, I got to make some moves here make some trades. And plus like he made delayed trades that like he waited too long and it hurt him because he had guys that were hurt that weren't getting any points. So here you are getting yeah. for sure. Nothing. But is what it is, right? Yeah. It's a tough call. And honestly, like we're so early in the season, mm-hmm. it's fucking anything. Like a lot of guys don't get on their game until 20 games in. You know what I mean? It's just the reality of hockey sometimes. And that's another thing with hockey is there's no sure bets. It's a yeah. fucking sport. A million different possibilities can happen. So it's fun to like, you know, watch it and have something else that you're invested in when it comes to not just watching your team win or lose. It's fun to play in pools. Oh, know? no, exactly. And that's what the thing I like about the pool is it gets me invested. Like I'm watching a lot more Toronto hockey because I really need fucking Matthews to score goals. Yeah. Um. I'm watching like Anaheim. I'm watching a lot more St. Louis Blues play. Like, huh. like it's kind of like the teams that I built around my team, the the players that I built around my team. I'm now more invested in. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I found like playing thumb hockey back in the day. You knew mm-hmm. like every single fucking player on every single team who the good guys were, and then when you fall off the thumb hockey map. It's hard to get back into that to like yeah. give a shit about every single player, you know. Like, if you don't play five NHL seasons in a row on thumb hockey, then you're like, I don't know who any of these fucking guys are. And then you'll play a season again, again. You're like 100 know everybody. Yeah, but and that's the thing that's helpful too. But also, it all depends on like people could be amazing and people can have on an off season. Like Austin Matthews is having a bit of a slow start, and that's hurting me. Yeah, Connor McDavid is not skipping a fucking beat for some reason. No, for sure. He's doing okay. When you're the best in the world, it is what it is, right? You yeah. just got to, like, keep it up. Yeah. Tricidal's no no joke, too. I don't – I think whoever Bear Backstrom is has him. Yeah, I that's uh, – Tricidal's in the league, in the lead league right now, maybe? Or is yeah. it they're, – they're bouncing back and forth. Yeah. But, yeah, they're studs. They're the two best guys. I love and hate how Tricidal just gets overlooked but he's like fucking phenomenal. He might be the best player in the league on any given night, better than McDavid. I don't think he's overlooked, man. Everyone knows how deadly Dreisaitl is. Like he's not overlooked. He's not, he's not even in Connor McDavid's shadow. Like if one guy isn't getting points, the other one is. What bothers me about it though, is like you see all the merch, like hockey cards example, McDavid Mm -hmm. has like sick ass ones, like clear cut fucking awesome ones. You can get Dreisaitl doesn't. Yeah, you know, and you're just like, well, what the fuck? He's like the second best. They'll have like ten or one player from each team in the league gets the fucking fancy card of that set. Yeah, and dry settle. So there is no fancy card for dry settle because McDavid automatically gets it, and it irks me a little bit because you're like, 
I fucking like that guy too. Like Drysaddle's gotten better every single fucking year. McDavid's mm-hmm. amazing, obviously, and gotten better as well. But it's just funny to watch, like how you he always falls in the shadow of McDavid. Yeah, for sure. Are, are you finding that you're watching other hockey games now? Like are you? Like... No, I don't give a fuck. Fuck those other guys. I really? pay attention to the scores. I watch hockey, but like I, I have too many things going on in life to consume me to the point where i'm gonna watch every team play hockey you know what well I no mean? but i mean like you could watch like you have a few guys on the sharks so i figure like, yeah like you can Fuck probably watch that game just to see how your players are doing or you have i check the highlights i always yeah. keep up and up on that and like yeah. if there's nothing else on i'll throw hockey on in the background just for shits and giggles you know what yeah. i mean something to have on or if there's people coming over i'll just slap a sports game on or sports channel but I've also been paying attention to the Canadian soccer a little bit too, which is kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. But... Let's see. Like that's the, that's the part of the fun for me for the hockey pool. So like, I have no problem. just like, there's like during the weekday I come home and then like my aunt will go to bed and I'll probably stay up for like an extra hour. Or so, so I'll watch the tail end of whatever game is on. Yeah. And so like, you know, it, so it just like helps me be more invested now that I have like a stake in it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's a thing I've enjoyed, but the hockey has been good this year. Teams that have been really surprising are like Anaheim and Buffalo. Like what the fuck is like Buffalo beat Edmonton. Yeah. It was a good game too. I know it shouldn't be happening. No, it shouldn't. It is what it is. Yeah. What do you do? And then Jack Eichel's coming back. He just had successful uh, surgery. And then uh, Nick, who's um, ice something, ice master flex on the the hockey pool, he picked him up in that sneaky move. I fucking love it. That was a good trade by him. So he traded one guy, picked up Eichel, franchised him, and then picked up somebody else. So now he's doing some good, good moves. Nice. He's just making some big assumptions that Jack Eichel is going to come back from his shoulder surgery and just be like fucking awesome. I, I like think it. he is, man. He's, he's he's being set up for success right away of being on the lineup of Mark Stone, uh, Max Pacioretty, and Jack Eichel. Eichel. They're, yeah. like, they're going to be fucking on stop. They're going to be a tough line. It'll be interesting for sure. It's a great boost for Vegas to have like yeah. a huge star. Mark Stone has been their star. Eichel's a arguably as big or bigger of a star right is yeah. that fair yeah i, yeah, I think that's fair but i do think there's a lot of skill and mark stone started getting points like vegas had a big 7-4 victory yesterday against vancouver granted yeah. vancouver's not that strong of a team and the players that you want to be putting up points aren't doing it as often as they should yeah so for they're... sure that's tough yeah. it's tough when you're uh fan a fan of a team that they like vancouver i couldn't imagine like never having tasted success you know what i mean and you're just hoping for every year and you finally get some like great young players and they're still getting their asses kicked it's tough yeah it's it's tough it's tough but it does make for like very interesting storylines going into the nhl and now that we're going to be getting to the halfway point of the season soon and then we're going to have the winter olympics to come up it's some exciting stuff that's coming I'm really excited for the Olympics. It's going to be fucking awesome seeing Crosby, McDavid, McKinnon, all these players. I finally get to cheer for all these fucking amazing Canadian players. Yeah, yeah but you also like if you look back, there have been times where we've had like amazing Canadian teams. I mean, we 
shut the shit the bed. Like if you look at the '98 Nagano Japan, that's hockey team, though. I never like say it's we're gonna win. That's just an asinine thing to say. Well, we fucking got this in the bay. I I, I never am yeah. that guy. Yeah, it's gonna be a fight. Yeah, it's uh, it, it like if you looked at it, we had like Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, uh, Steve Eiserman, Joe Sakic, like, all the and best, that, and that, and the, like the best Canadians of NHL hockey had to offer in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, and then they came in. I don't even know if they came in third place. I think mm, I don't remember. Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. It wasn't good. No, and that's hockey. Like the Russians are coming, which I like. There's a lot of really good Russian players right now. Yeah, but they're they're be... not coming as Team Russia. They're the Olympic athletes of Russia, right? Yeah, some shit like that. That's yeah. right. You cannot play under your own country because you are cheaters, yeah. but you can still play, and we'll just make up a stupid name to put in front of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of bullshit there. China is like, they're coming in hot to the Olympics. Everyone's overlooking them for hockey. Yeah. But you'll see. You'll see. You heard who, it here first. Who will I see? Can you name one player on Team China? I cannot. Okay. I just saw some stupid thing on the news the other day. Yeah. <laughs> they were talking about how China's like, we like, they're like, we know that we're like ranked 1,836 in the countries that are playing, but we're going to come to fight and it'd be fun to watch like China well, fucking see, come that, in and kick some ass. That See, that's the thing I like about the Olympics host company, a, a host team, uh host country, always their teams always make it in, which is a thing I like. Sure. There might be a shit kicking here or there, but fuck, I do think. And, and it's another thing that I don't like about like the Canadian world, like the world juniors or these Olympic teams is, um, the amount of other really skilled teams are few and far between. And like you see in the world juniors every Christmas where like Canada will play Latvia or some shit and then just nothing. kick the fuck out of them. Yeah. And then cool. But then when we finally play team us, we're, we're so we get into these bad habits cause we just shit kick, just pummeled other teams. Yeah. And then, okay, now we're going to go do this. Like it's kind of like counterproductive, it, I guess is what you're saying. Yeah. It doesn't You're not do playing it. the best. You get like used to like, oh shit, we can just score goals whenever we want, as opposed to like the level of competition. But they should all know, being gaming athletes, that it is what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's a, it's a very, it's very interesting to see like, going into this. And I think the teams in the Olympics are going to get stronger. It is you got guys like Dreisaitl, uh Lars Eller, like these the German players. Like I wouldn't yeah, sleep on the Tim Germans Stutzel. right now. Yeah. Yeah, they got it. They're going to have a decent team, too, which is fun to see, like a lot of these European countries coming up, you know, like we'll see what happens. Yeah. It, so, yeah, the this year's Olympics are going to be so much fun. Plus, other sports are super exciting, like uh, bobsled. I get really into bobsled. I get really into <laughs> skeleton and I get really into curling. Like all I could see stuff. you as a man who likes cool runnings. Well, of course I do. My buddy John yeah. Candy's in that movie. I like to watch it every Christmas if I can. It's a it's, winter sport. Yeah, so I guess. Movie. Watch it every February. Yeah, is that when you like it? Well, that's when the Olympics normally take place. Have I ever shown you my John Candy signed football from the CFL? No, you did not. Can I have uh, it? No. no. He held it. He held that shit in his hand and signed it. That's kind that's of That's cool. awesome. Because you know yeah. he used to own the Toronto Argonauts with Wayne Gretzky, eh? That's why he signed this football. Yeah. 
That's awesome. It, it was Uncle John's at one point, but he left it in our house for too long, and now it's mine. He's never cool. getting it back. You'll so, never find so it. So please feel free to bring that with you whenever you visit. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll st- store it at your house. But then I'd become Uncle John. I would store it at your house, and then you would say, Sean, this has been in my possession for many years now. You cannot have it back. And that would be the like story of the football forever. Yep, that is 100% okay with me. <laughs> uh, just yeah. made me think of it because we were talking yeah no that's uh, awesome that's actually I, I, that's really fucking awesome i would love to get like i would love to meet the rock and just get him to sign a calgary sam peters jer- jersey just to see what he would do because he was a calgary sam peter hmm? who did you say sorry the rock get the him rock. to sign a calgary sam peter jersey Don't how does do it don't do this. No one knows what you're night. doing. Only I can see you. No one else is going to appreciate this. <laughs> Only Sorry, yeah. in, even I don't appreciate it. Oh, I don't know who the most popular actor in the world is. I'm Sean. I'm really funny. <laughs> I like that you, you know, kind of brought us into this conversation. We had a pre-podcast talk yeah. about Dwayne Johnson, and it was going to come up in the podcast naturally at some point, which here we are. Yeah. I don't like that guy. You like that guy. I I'm fucking just love the wrestlers. Rock. I'm not big into like the Stonehenge or the Underwaker or whatever the fuck that like they, whoever else has acting careers from that. It's hard to get into them. I don't you like know the, damn like, well the their name is Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker. You know damn well. But oh, also something like that. But like if you just ignore the fact that The Rock was a wrestler for 10, 10 plus years, yeah. you could appreciate the awesome movies that he puts out on the fucking regular. Like, did I you see seen the new yet. Netflix movie that he put out with Ryan Reynolds, like Red Notice? No. Because it is unbelievable. It's hard. Like, I just know that when I look these movies up and like, I'll see like, I'll be like, oh, this movie looks good. And then I'll see the cast and be like, oh, fuck, there's a goddamn wrestler. And it's a joke of a movie. It's not going to be real. They just cast some fucking wrestler to play the part. And then I turn it off and don't watch it. True story. Oh, uh, man, you got to give Red Notice a shot. I watched that with my aunt and uncle uh, uh, the other night. And um it was funny. It was brilliant. There's a lot of twists and turns. I it do like Ryan Reynolds. Heist movie. Sorry? Ryan Reynolds might like have enough power to make me enjoy watching a movie with that other guy in it. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds, The Rock kills it. Gal Gadot is amazing in it. She's awesome too, yeah. I very yeah, much she... enjoy her act like her as an actress. She's tough as hell. Uh yeah, no, I gotta tell you, man. I watched it with my aunt and uncle. I laughed the whole time. The story was unbelievable. I think you're in for a treat. I think you should really give this movie a shot. And now that we're already on epic uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson movies, Jungle Cruise was just released on Disney Plus, and that was an epic tale. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean meets Popeye. Interesting. Sounds goofy like a wrestler would do. Oh, would you stop shitting on these things? (laughs) The the, the Rock's going to be Black Adam, and it's going to be the most epic, violent movie for 2022 i guarantee you that yeah you'll have to let me know how it is that's for sure when oh. that comes out. see you get the you make these bold ideas and then you you, you know you miss out on such epic things so you you get so stubborn on a decision sometimes Hell, that happens Dwayne Rock johnson was in an episode of star trek voyager did you hate that episode too it wasn't a very good episode it's oh you're the or worst. whatever <laughs> <laughs> no they actually like they made that one they did that one smart because yeah. they made seven of nine the other star of that episode or the star of that episode so you, yeah you know you have to kind of follow that 
storyline but yeah. even then it was tough because of like the theatrics of it all but yeah he's like uh, don't get me wrong too like i'm saying a lot of harsh things about this guy like not that harsh but he seems to me like live when i see him not acting or not being theatrical he seems like the sweetest fucking guy in the world and like and he, funny and genuine and like a good father and like i've seen a lot of videos on him not being a wrestler actor mm -hmm. that persona that he has that where he's like seems like a fucking awesome human being so i just wanted to say that too if i'm gonna shit on someone i should just shit on one part of one thing they do that i don't like yeah. but everything else he seemed like a fucking awesome like i if i met him i'd be like fuck cool man like how you doing and just not talk about acting or wrestling with him yeah but is it, i say I, i'm a big fan of like the movies he puts out like even the rundown like his first like after like the like his real like movie taking off was like the rundown like i know he did this mummy returns and he was like the scorpion king and yeah. that was okay but like he was just kind of in that yeah that's fair the, the rundown like the rundown to this day holds up as a fucking epic action movie and as one of the greatest monologues of like um uh christopher walken trying to break down explain to people what the tooth fairy is it's hilarious sounds interesting i didn't see it obviously because yeah pre-disclosed yeah. information you really should watch the rundown it's on netflix fucking watch yeah. it does he do the eyebrow thing of course he does the eyebrow thing. I can't fucking watch it. And then. he also gives someone a rock bottom in the opening scene. It's Jesus awesome. Christ. And Arnold Schwarzenegger has an epic cameo in it. As, as, yeah. as if he's handing the baton of, you're the new action star now. That's funny. I yeah. like how they do that sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, Jungle Cruise was a lot of fun. Red, uh, Red Notice is a fucking dope-ass movie. Is Red um, Notice a Christmas movie? No, Red Notice is a heist movie. Okay. I heard but, red and it's Christmas season now. So I was like, I got to yeah. know if it is that I'll fucking watch it for sure. But Yeah, no, that's really, it's really fucking epic. I, I honestly, I really enjoyed it. And then another movie I watched because it was re released on uh, Disney plus is Shang-Chi. Okay. How was it? Awesome. Uh, yeah. Like it was like, what they're doing now is that they're doing kind of like, like Black Widow was a super spy movie and it just, and, and it didn't deviate from that. Like, if you didn't know that she was already an Avenger, you would just be like, this was a dope spy flick. And right. they're doing that with Shang-Chi where you're like, this is a dope Kung Fu movie. So cool. if you love those old school Kung Fu movies, you will love this because yeah, I'm excited to check it out. There are epic fight scenes. There's decent character de development. Um, some interesting post-credit scenes that I want to talk to you about be because you haven't seen it yet. We can't do that just yet. Yeah, I'll get on that shit. Because like like where the MCU is going is very confusing to me. It's and then, neat how like I really think it's neat how they have like the TV shows that are out that are tying in everything. The main blockbuster movie, like the huge blockbuster movies, like Endgame and all like all these amazing fucking movies, mm -hmm. and then how they're doing these like direct releases to um, Disney Plus as well with, with movies. It's interesting. Well, the, to see. They weren't like direct releases. There was a situation due to COVID. And Shang-Chi did well in the theaters as well. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Like, yeah. with side character movies, sometimes like, we'll just... you got to like, fucking stop with your narrow-mindedness. <laughs> You're a bit of a bigot, I think. You don't like was... the women superhero or the Chinese superhero? Someone needs to get... Whoa, who said spectrum. it was because they were women or... <laughs> wow, Sean. I think... Oh, I'd only like the four white men. I like the angle that you're taking on that. That's a good way of counteracting my obnoxiousness. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, Sean doesn't like it because it's a female lead. Oh, they put a Chinese guy in charge. Oh, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I didn't even know that Shang-Chi was Chinese. I didn't make that assumption. I didn't know. I'm just going to stare at you until you apologize for your obnoxiousness. <laughs> no, uh, for the record, too, Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the best out there. And the one of the lead characters is a raccoon. So I'm all about diversity. I respect and stand behind a tree and a raccoon. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let you have that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> No, but the, the honestly, Shang-Chi was pretty fucking epic. Yeah, um, I wanted to watch it. I love that Kung Fu shit. I wasn't, want to watch it for sure. Wasn't what I remember the Ten Rings being because I thought that they were ten uh, like rings for your fingers. Right. But um, I'm not mad at it. They were more like ten bracelets that they had kept on. But how they were used was really fucking cool. And I'm just excited to see where they go in this. And um, there's familiar faces throughout the movie and all that. I'm excited to check it out because I don't know anything about that story. Like I never read the comics at all. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to like, it's a new adventure. You know what I mean? I know nothing and just like sit down and watch it and see what happens. Right. Which is fun to do that with movies. I didn't, I avoided previews because I knew I wasn't going to go to the theater and see it because I haven't been to the theater to see any movie in quite some time. So I was like, I'll just hold out and wait for it. But yeah, that's a cool one. I didn't know it was released. I'm excited to check that one out. Yeah, I me too. Like I, I, I knew nothing about this character going in, and after this, I'm like, I'm a fucking fan. I want to kind of deep dive Shang Chi a little bit. Want to see like what kind of comic books or like graphic novels I can find on him, just so I can get a better understanding of the character. The Eternals is like that, but it doesn't seem to be doing so hot, like in theaters, from what I've heard. Which doesn't yeah. really mean anything, but yeah, I it has an epic critic uh, uh, audience score, not so great critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. But also, I'm the kind of guy that I'll make my own opinion up on this. Me too. Um, people shat on Thor: The Dark World. Honestly, I mean, it wasn't my favorite movie, but I wouldn't go ahead and say it was garbage. Yeah, for sure, one of the best comic book comic book movies of all time gets horrifically shit on and i personally enjoy the shit out of it so yeah you can never put too much faith into that yeah so and i and i think the addition of endgame only made thor the dark world a lot better of a movie because they kind of you need thor the dark world for those few scenes that they go back in time and go back to that movie like they touch upon it it's you know it makes it more appreciated i think yeah that makes sense it's nice the way that Marvel does that. It's all one big fucking picture. Yeah. Yeah. And they're always thinking. I love it. Indeed. Yeah. And they just like go into layers where it's like they leave themselves options by like, we could tell that story. Let's leave that side open. So we can tell that story one day, but we're going to do yeah. this story now. We'll tell that story later. So years to come, we might be rewatching these fucking movies and being like, Jesus Christ, that's where they started it, which is fun. See, that's the thing. Like, I would be interested in seeing what like a Marvel writer's room is like, in the sense that, um, uh, in the sense that there's a, like, how far ahead do they go into their planning? So, like, from Iron Man in 2008 to Endgame, where did they decide what they were going to go and do? Yeah, which direction and which point. And I think that that's probably like there's some plans in in mind, but then there's other ones that pop up along the way where they're like, fuck, that's an important movie to make right now. Let's do this one now instead of like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly it. It must be fun. 
I, it has to be. And like, but like, I bet you there's a lot of going back to the drawing board and a lot of like, okay, well, when do we tell this part to get to here? Like, probably. Yeah. It'd be cool if it's like all handwritten on a gigantic fucking wall in a huge building like we've never seen. And it's, you know, just like in the Marvel's office. And they're like, this is how we're doing it. Yeah. Pretty much. Because like with like what we know so far of what's coming of like Kang the Conqueror and you know we know somehow down the line Fantastic Four is coming and we know down the line X Men's coming back in and also I'm um, I'm sure like did you watch the X Men '90s cartoon? Oh yeah, Disney announced that that's being rebooted. I or, heard that. Sorry, yeah. continued. Continued. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I always see the meme where fucking. Wolverine's creepily sitting in his room holding the picture of Jean Grey, like reaching out the picture. Yeah. It was kind of a weird, like, that's how they announced the new series. Really? That's awesome. Wolverine looking at a picture saying Marvel, uh, uh, the Marvel Studios presents uh, the X Men 97. So (laughs) it's going to be a continuation of that series. I just like to point out, like, I love Wolverine. He was always my favorite as a kid. He's still one of my, like, big time favorites. He was a shitty fucking friend. I'm just saying in that cartoon to, to Cyclops. They it's weren't like friends. Well, they're not. They kind of were. They were teammates and friends. Yeah, like they weren't friends. Like, they, they weren't friends because he wanted to bang they, his woman. They Yeah, but it was also like there was like a hostility for leadership. There was like they, he just they a worked together because they, they had a common enemy, but they yeah. weren't buds. No, like, you even sh- saw that the dynamic of what Wolverine and Cyclops had in like the, uh, like the movies that came out in 2003. Yeah. There was always... I just didn't like Wolverine didn't come off always the greatest in that cartoon. Now that I'm an adult looking back at it, it's like he was trying to circumvent him a lot of the time and like be the leader, but he was like this fucking wild man. And like, Oh, like you have this fucking perfect life and I don't. So I want to steal your woman. And like, and then she kind of like played into it a little bit at times too, where she's like Cyclops, like, I love you, but like Logan is, is my friend. And you're just like, why are you fucking kidding me? I don't know. It just bothered me. It rubs yeah. me the wrong way now looking back. And I haven't watched this in 20 years. This is just me remembering shit from when I was a kid. And yeah. now looking back at it and being like, I, I've I don't know. Some really episodes. Kid. Yeah. And some of it holds up. And then there's a lot of like, like, it's weird because it's not like a linear, like there's some parts of it that's linear. And then you get like, then they hop into like something else is going on. And it's yeah. a, it, it's a tough follow, but I'm excited. Like it might get me back into watching this cartoon. Cause I would, I kind of want to go like, let's watch this whole thing. So when it comes back in 2023, you're ready. For I'm, it. I'm ready to go. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what starts uh, this upcoming week? What? November 18th. Star Trek discovery season four. Yeah. And also Star Trek prodigy started. Have you gotten, I haven't, into I don't know where to catch it. I haven't seen it. Like I think it's on crave. My sir. Is it on crave? Okay. I'll have to check it out. I've heard mixed things, but I like I don't give a shit. Like we just said well, about what people say, and also it brings back Janeway. Yeah, that's interesting. It's a kids' show, right? Like it's more like Lower Decks was targeted towards like late teens, early adult, like young adults. Now yeah. this one is targeted towards children, from what I understand. Yeah, I think like what's cool about this is that there's going to be adult theme jokes, like a lot of like the classic cartoons that like my dad enjoyed watching with me had jokes for the kids, but then there were like these subtle things for the parents yeah and then um i think you'll get some of that in this uh i think there's gonna be a lot of like nods to stuff especially with like janeway coming back to a certain extent uh i think that's gonna be exciting it's 
Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm just on board. I'm a hundred percent on board. Yeah, I'm curious for sure. I'm very, very curious. So like the direction we were just talking about Marvel and the directions it takes us, the directions that the Star Trek universe is taking us have been so like intriguing, like discovery game to see the future. You yeah. know, like I'm super curious and like, did you watch the short treks? No. Okay. So in the short treks, I'll just give you a tiny spoiler, but there's an episode called Calypto and it's like, they're just like 15 minute long little, little clips. So you should check them out. They're really cool. Yeah. But anyway, and they're on Crave, but anyways, the little Calypto clip shows discovery and there's an artificial intelligence that runs discovery and it's in the future and was abandoned by its crew. Okay. So there's like, it's like, there's an end point to discovery that we've already seen, but we don't know how they get there because of the short trek. And I think it was in the first season of short treks as well. So it's like, really throws you for a loop i'm surprised you haven't watched those because they tied in like picard in an interesting way to I, one of the, I, like, honestly the- i just there's so much stuff to watch so like the shorts are just a thing that i'll i can always go back to whenever i just like 100 yeah. they're just they were interesting like little fillers until we got more trek which was cool but like there's a couple little points to star trek that you'll see the stories of in those like they're just tiny little capsules that you should watch them you'll enjoy them they're really yeah. short and easy to watch yeah, no, I'm really good. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I think I want to talk to you about now that we're on Star Trek, and it was just a matter of time until we got here. So I've been back into DS9. Oh, okay. And I and my man Worf is now hooking up with Dax. I'm going to ask you, how the fuck does Worf keep getting action from the hottest women in the Star Trek universe? Honestly, he's the alpha. What do you expect? Like, he's he can whoop anyone's ass. He gets he told fucking- no all the time all the time like professionally speaking Worf has never had a good idea but the problem is is that he has like two it's always from an aggressive standpoint so he has to be told no but he's still the first one to be aggressive yeah Yeah, he has commanding officers they respect him but they still see that prowess and sexiness that is the man and they want it they want it yeah so like i get dax's attraction (laughs) with like all of her history of like with Klingons and stuff. And like, if you really think about it, like her fluid sexuality is like a very interesting storyline. And it, it's weird how no one got offended by this character before, because people get offended by fucking everything. It was early. Right. That's what yeah. I love about star Trek. They're the first like pioneers of some of the yeah. rights that people have, you know? Yeah. So uh, I'm really digging like that, but like, I'm watching this uh, going, Holy fuck. Like Worf is getting action from Deanna Troy. And he's also getting action from, uh from dax and also we're not mentioning how one relationship ended at all like there's no story of like they they go into it they have their movies and then their relationship is never mentioned they show ended with deanna troy and Worf having a relationship it did yeah they were at least flirting around with it i think you can just make the assumption that he moved on but yeah but and then and you were absolutely right there is no uh story to how Worf got the to, to the defiant. I was talking to an uncle of mine, and apparently there's like a short story where like Worf and a crew were off to like um the Klingon homeworld and then they intercepted the Borg and became a part of the fight. Right. But like I feel like if you're gonna do the movies and you're gonna tie in a little knot of DS9. Why not tie back? Why not have a quick little mention of yeah all right Worf have a good like adventure to Kronos or the Klingon yeah, homeworld. Something. 
just give us something and they don't do that and that infuriates me and then also i was really hoping to hear some story about why the uniforms changed and they just change and no one mentions it not a (laughs) single mention it's the the more epic with the gray shoulders and then the colorful turtleneck on the background which honestly is the uniform i prefer but i would love to have like a scene where like bashir's going man man these new uniforms are tight eh? i was like yeah so much better than just the shoulder pads like they just, give you nothing. They just like, why not give me a little bit of that? Like, mention it for like, sure. If, if I got a new work uniform, I'm gonna talk about it. Yeah, everyone would for sure. We got you new need, hats like, on the podcast. We did a whole segment on it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I don't know. Like sometimes they leave a little bit of something to be desired. You know, when it comes to like wrapping up storylines, I guess, or like telling a better story when it comes to like the wharf situation like he's literally going to fight the fucking borg yeah and he goes back in time and like all kinds of crazy shit and there's like zero mention of it no but even like hey wharf how was the trip you'll never fucking guess what happened yeah like there's not even like that scene of just oh well, you know how I was supposed to go to Kronos? Well, the fucking board came out of nowhere. Next thing I know, I'm back on the Enterprise. The fine's fine, by the way. It's a, it's a drift, but salvageable. Uh, salvageable. I can say the word. Salvageable. Thank you. Yeah, I can't. But, like, you know, I feel like this would come up like, oh, the Defiant is finally fixed and ready to go. Now we can yeah. continue There's our There's a war. missed opportunity, like, to tell and to say anything. It was just like, that happened, well, that happened, but eh, we don't need it, to talk it's, about it. it. It's just, like, it's shameful storylining, uh, storylines. And, like, I don't want to buy a novel about the side adventures of... No, fuck that. Commander Worf, I'd like, to know that this is what he did. Plates and books are where I draw the line. I can't do it. Yeah. So let's and does Alexander show up in DS9? I shouldn't say. I don't want to spoil anything either direction for you, but okay. given the way the storylines are, if he does, it's probably not gonna make any sense. Yeah. And also like Worf goes to like Riker and Deanna Troy's wedding. No mention of them dating, of like yeah, maybe they the didn't one that bang. got away. None of that shit. It was just maybe like, they didn't bang and it's okay. No, no, they, they, dude, come on. You think they banged for sure? A hundred percent. I'm, I wonder if they banged to the point of where she had like dislocated shoulders and cracked ribs and whatnot. Cause like be. Dax is going to Bashir. By the way, how hilarious. Okay. Bashir up. has been crushing yeah. on Dax the whole series. And now, uh, and now Dax is going back every single week to be like, these are the injuries from this, this week's sexcapade. Yeah, it's tough. Well, like you got to realize though, Bashir's been in a relationship for a while now, anyways. By that point, so he's not really affected as much by. He just it. got out of it. They had that whole like ceremony on. Uh, oh, what's that island that Riker loves? Uh, um, Riza. Yeah, Riza. It's not. That's not the relationship I'm talking about. Oh, so he's gonna enter a new one? No, no, no. Him and Garrick have been seeing each other for quite some time by that point. Don't you dare! Really. Just throwing that out there. It's a big fan theory. You can roll watch. Oh, it okay. Now. It's just Enjoy okay. It. It's a fan theory. Yeah. It's just a fan theory. Whatever. But, but can't you see it? Well, yeah. Lunches together. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we've had lunch together. I don't think people have like. No, a... but we're cousins. 
like do you go for lunches with other men where you just have lunch and don't drink yes oh that's weird that's super fucking weird like i guess if you're out doing something like you stop at lunch on your way to do something or do you just make lunch dates with other boys i don't like how you put that sentence together <laughs> i'm just teasing you you lunch date whoever however i don't I just judge. don't like the fact that you said i have lunch dates with boys i don't like that sentence at all <laughs> you know your boys like your boys you can't say your boys Go it's to not the how you said it you no know damn well is not how you said it <laughs> it was very um strategically worded i guess you could say yeah no um, but anyways back to the ds9 it's fucking good. Like, what episode point are you at? Where are you at right now? Like, what's uh, happening? Obviously, Daxton f- Warp, you're season five. Yeah, I'm in season five. I'm a little bit... Uh, I, I don't know. I did Trials and Tribulations. Uh, okay, so Klingon episodes shit after going that. on? Huh? Klingon shit going on? Yeah, there's, like, there's the stuff that... Like, there's a whole bunch of weird shit going on in this uh, war against the... What is it? The Dominion? Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's kind of wild right now. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I love the like season five on is just fucking rock and roll when it's in its best. There's mm-hmm. some really good like episode fucking runs in there that I. Yeah, and then there's that one episode where Cisco really leans into being the the what, what is it? Ooh, what is that's he? a great emissary. Yeah, the emissary, and he gets is that the one with the statue. To, I think so, or like they discover something. Yeah, and he gets like the electrical shock from the fucking holodeck and then his sensory perception. I yeah. love that episode. It's one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, so that, I watched that one. It was pretty good. So like, yeah, as you were saying, as Cisco kind of leans into his role as the emissary and yeah. then he stops the Bajorans from joining Starfleet. Uh, yeah, Starfleet. Like that. Isn't that fucking badass though? Like just that whole character arc of like coming there the paw grabbing his ear and be like being like, oh, emissary, like, you know, all mm-hmm. the beginning of that. And now you're like, he is the fucking emissary. Like when he comes walking back to the infirmary and he's got like hordes of Bajorans following him and he's yeah. like touching their hands and like touching their faces and being like, go back to Nordic province. You're not supposed to be here. And like yeah. all that, like it's fucking awesome that side of the storytelling too, because it is like, you know, your Starfleet, but then there's this also like huge other storyline that they're telling there of like the religion and belief system of Bajor. It's interesting. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very interesting time. Like, uh, I'm kind of happy that I'm watching it now because I can, like, I have like a better idea of like, I can appreciate it more. Yeah. And yeah, it's a, it's a great time for sure. It's a solid show. That's all. I'm happy that you're watching it through because it's fucking good. And so, yeah, so I got like the rest of season five and then there's season six and seven left to go. So, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'll come up again at some point as it always seems to. I don't know how it keeps going back to this. I don't know. but Yeah. So I do. I do enjoy these epic tales of uh, uh, of Star Trek and like these fan theories. I, I, I just wish that they would do like like that's the stuff that Marvel does really well of just these little like sprinkles of tie-ins of just like they'll make mention of something that happened like eight movies ago in another in another yeah. character's movie star trek could learn from marvel in that degree yeah. for sure they have their points they have their times but there's other things well i think play. that we're going to see more of that through these discovery picard 100 of the what is a strange new worlds yeah yeah that i'm so like i keep forgetting about that one but it's gonna be fucking dope 
yeah the original mission like yeah sweet yeah and then like are we gonna get a new kirk you know what i mean like what's gonna happen in that series that's what like pisses me off about like and it's the same thing with superhero movies sometimes it's getting much better now give us something give us something new you know like why do the fuck do we have to regurgitate these characters like how many new drafts of spock and kirk are we gonna have to watch i don't think that we're gonna get new drafts of spock and kirk in this like i think if like i think the final season will introduce kirk and it's going to be the transition of kirk's takeover of the enterprise yeah maybe Maybe. i'm 100 calling this like we already know what happens to admiral pike or captain pike yeah right so i think like the way where we're entering this the new story is there's gonna there's probably their own five-year mission where spock's on the crew and they're gonna slowly but surely add in past members like we might see yohura yohura or uh or a young possible like or like we might just pass by by them at the academy or something yeah i I imagine they'll do some throw-ins but yeah i'm just excited at the prospect of like just new places new stories because Pike didn't have control of this enterprise for, for a day, right? Uh, I think he did for years, right? Yeah. Well, because like in the new universe, like with the, the movies that happened, Pike literally gets it a day. Yeah, no, it was nothing like that. In the original story, he was the captain for like 10 years or five years or something of the yeah. enterprise. And then he's like, and then the enterprise was recalled. They got a new captain and they were sent off to their five year mission yeah so i don't know because like if you watch the original pike episode of the original series spock had served under pike for like 10 years or something i think Mm -hmm. they allude to yeah so it's interesting too to see like what they're going to tell us in that way and you know what's cool about reintroducing spock is you could do a other side of spock series like you know where he goes back and he joined falcon like yeah like that would Welcome be science a, academy. Yeah, that would be a very interesting set of storylines for the Star Trek universe to come come to pass. For like, sure. Like I would love to see more like TNG movies. Like I would like to see, like I would like to see a Hollywood up version of the TNG stories. Like, I know that we got the cast in Hollywood, and those movies are epic. I will never poo poo them ever. Like I actually really enjoy all those movies. Yeah, they were but fun. But I would think, like, you know, what they did with Chris Pine, I would like to see with another actor uh, as, like, their version of Picard. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt me. Like, I'm okay with, I like storytelling. If they tell me a good story, I'm on board. You know what I mean? One thing I'm excited to see, like, because of the original series interaction between Spock and Pike, like, Spock was willing to be executed for saving pike in the original series in the episode he was willing to throw away his entire career in starfleet actiologically just for his friendship with pike that he had so what i'm most excited is to see i hope they do justice on how that bromance comes along you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like spock was gonna fucking throw away his entire life like fuck it i'm throwing away everything because that's my fucking guy and i'm i don't give a shit about regulations or authorities and which is super anti-vulcan and anti like spock that we know so we're gonna see like how him and this man and are that tight that he'd throw away like i just hope they do justice to that yeah and i 
No, they probably will. We'll, we're all going to find out in due time, but I have like yeah. high hopes for that series. And I think like there's going to be another series as well. Didn't they say that they're doing like two animated and then like yeah, five? There's, there was talk of a Section 31 show, but we'll see what that and starring Michelle. Uh, I can't remember her last name right now. Michelle Yao? Yao, is it Yao? Yeah, she's yeah. badass as fuck. So, so she plays Giorgio, right? Yes, Giorgio. That's the one I was trying yeah, to remember. She, she's in Shang-Chi. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you'll get some like familiar faces in there as well. So excellent. I yeah. wonder if they like have any old kung fu movie actors. So I used to watch a lot of those fucking Probably. Movies. I think one of the do you remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3? Yes, I do. They go back in time to Japan. 100 percent I may be wrong, and please forgive me if I'm wrong, but one of the old men that are that teach the bow and arrow. Okay. Looks exactly like the king of that Japanese army in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. So I think he's in it. Okay, interesting. I can be very wrong here, and it could just be a guy that looks similar, and I apologize if I am. Oh, that fucking happens. But it was like I got strong Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 vibe. Huh, interesting. Yeah. yeah I'll see you when I watch it. See, yeah. see what I see. Yeah, if you have a lazy Sunday, I, th- I say throw on Shang-Chi, watch some magical kung fu happen, and it's epic. That would be epic, but I don't have a busy Sunday. Oh, well, of course. Okay. I got I got fucking day two, buddy. Day two of hanging Christmas lights. The outdoor backyard party yeah. begins when we're done this podcast. I do <laughs> want to do like a birthday shout out. A huge birthday um, is coming up here. It's a big transitional birthday. And I had to shout it out there so that his ears could hear it. Pluto's turning two tomorrow. Nice. He's no longer a puppy. He's a dog now. Yeah. It's fucking heartbreaking, but also beautiful. Pluto's also huge. Like, I don't think he's been a puppy for a little while. It is a little bit. Once they hit two, they're not a fucking puppy. They're a dog. Yeah. He's a dog now, officially. That's yeah. cute, but also sad because, you know, dogs are here with us less time on this planet than humans mostly are. So you, you hit those milestones. You're like, you too, man. You're, where you, you're not a baby anymore. But I'll be strong. I'll make it through it. Yeah. Well, well, happy birthday to Pluto, your little doggy dog. Oh, no. So Crystal's dad's birthday, too. Happy birthday, Carrie. But Pluto's wow. the big one. Wow. No, I hope just... you get a too from your future father-in-law. You I keep get teasing. this epic little thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. And like Crystal's dad, too. Whatever. He doesn't listen to the podcast, but maybe his wife will play it for him. I was just joking, but uh, <laughs> I keep teasing him that we'll like, we're going to have a big party for Pluto and we can invite him over to and put his name on the cake as well. But it's but Pluto's can, party. We're just dogs. including him in Pluto's party. And I don't think he gives a shit. He's like, yeah, whatever. Shut up. Yeah, but that's awesome. That's <laughs> actually really awesome. Yeah, he was born a day apart. So yeah, it's a power move. I like that. We yeah. established dominance for the male uh, lead of the family. Yeah. <laughs> Um, me as Pluto, but anyways, carrying on. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that does it for this week, eh? Yeah, I think so. It's been a pretty good episode. A little yeah, bit of this, a um, little bit of that. I just want to remind everyone if you want to like email into the podcast, you can do so at uh, the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. So, any questions, any fan theories you want to throw by us, like anything like that, feel free to hit us up. Uh, the link in the bio on our Instagram at two sides of the story pod. Uh, you can find T-shirts, and as of the this recording, you can find mugs, hats. Um, you know, it might take time to get to you, but 
please like help support the podcast, help support us. And you know, you'll help get some two sides of the story swag out there. Yeah, definitely. We appreciate everyone's support up to this point. And if you guys want a cool ass hat, check out the link. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, um, that's two sides of the story this week. I'm Tom Sides. It's been one side of the story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. Have a great week, Thomas. Have a great week, Sean. Live long and everyone and prosper. else. Live long and prosper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and thanks for listening to two sides of the story if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe rate and review follow us on instagram at two sides of the story on tiktok at two sides of the story pod and if you want to send us an email send it to two sides of the story pod that's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com